Jaspers took away. Jaspers gets your money's worth. You get to rant about Dyson Daniels. Before getting in the show, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. This podcast is presented to you by the Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Propel's Talk. Um, Chris Connor, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this one to you. To uh, me, you get it. Wow. Um, Dyson Daniels looks good. Does Dyson he? Big. He looks good. You. There are some people on this show. <laughs> And it's a summer league game. I, I don't care. But but if I can't, if I'm not allowed to act outrageous about a summer league game, about um, what was it, a 13, 8, and 3 stat line, what am I allowed to do? He looks, the title says Dyson Daniels looks confident. But I've gotten audience, those that are here, Ross, I've gotten so many calls from two people that are here, text messages as well, okay? You you see how uncomfortable Lito looks right now? He knows what I'm talking about. That's that's body. I'm a body language expert. That's an uncomfortable man because he knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Dyson Daniels looks terrible. Dyson Daniels can't dribble. Dyson Daniels don't look at the rim. Now he looks confident. We're saying positive things about number eleven. Lito, are you gonna grow your hair out? Are you gonna get? Are you gonna get a matching hairstyle like Dyson? Are you gonna buy a number eleven jersey? First of all, bro. First off, don't ever talk about how comfortable my body is. That, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Anyway, anyway, I'm not taking a victory lap over over a summer league game at all. At all, I'm just saying, I'm I'm buying the stock. As I said earlier, I um I think he's. I like to see him, you know, take advantage of you know whatever opportunity is in front of him. Off, in front of him offensively, he's going to be great defensively. The shot is going to be streaky. He's not going to be. I mean, I think he's gonna shoot thirty-three percent from three. That's just that just is is what it is. But um, look, man, I mean, I believe in what and what the kids gonna be able to do year two. They're gonna give him consistent minutes, consistent opportunity, and um, you know, hope he hopefully he continues to to build off of um, the confidence that he seems to be building just by being out there playing basketball. Yeah, um, Lito Dyson. Uh, he, as Chris said, and I, I completely agree with you, Chris. Um, he oh, Chris. he's still struggling from deep. Um, he's still struggling from deep, that's, that's uh, but he's shooting it. Pause. God damn it. You know, I, I was trying to struggling from deep, but he's shooting it. It's crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> so he's struggling from the three point line. Um, but other than that, he's playing very well. He's, he, it seems like he's playing more downhill and more with purpose. Do you see that? I got positive things to say about Dyson Daniels tonight. Do you? Give me a second. Do you? If you if you just give me a second, can no. you Justin? Can you mute his mic? Can, can you, I show my text messages? Can, I figured out how to do it. All right, so <laughs> so listen, listen, Dyson, Dyson hasn't Dyson, Dyson has great vision. Dyson has great vision. I still don't believe Dyson's a guard, which is my which is my which is my only knock. Right, because the other night on here, I was talking about how he was going to be uh, all NBA defender, or he has the potential to be. Excuse me, all NBA defender. He mm-hmm. had a play tonight where he got the two hand, two hand dunk, and and, and I, I think Dyson might have had two dunks last year, and I ain't never seen him dunk with both hands. So, like that was crazy for me. But he was he was throwing some hell of a passes. I think he had uh, two he passes. Too. A lob to Carlo that was beautiful. Like yeah, that shit had like. It, it, it was it was beautiful. I think Dyson had eight assists. I mean, 
Justin, this is one of them games where you look at the box score, he only had 10 points, right? But, like, he played a solid game. I was really I was really pleased with his game tonight. Um, and I also – I didn't get a chance to talk about uh, the last game, <laughs> but I want to say Dyson is, like, probably going to be – if granted, if JV's still on the team uh, as training camp starts, Dyson might be the second best rebound on the team. Oh, Lord. Oh, wow. Um, also – Leo, he has uh, six blocks in three games. Yeah, man. South Park um, Steakhouse. But he doesn't score, so it doesn't matter, right? I I can't believe I can't believe I can't believe you. I cannot I cannot believe you two. You two on the left. I'm glad that you guys are separated in 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 this section that you are on my screen. I can't believe you, Ross. Ross, I mean anything. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get Ross. Yeah, I just gave a man a compliment. So, I gave a man a compliment. I don't you guys were. Were. You guys are like being so generous. It, it, these games, look. I'm happy that, that I guess he's looked all right. Do I sound terrible? Yes. Let me, let me fix this situation. Pro Pels talking live at you know just coming live. Uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris, let's let's get into our second segment. Ross, are you do you want to come back in? Okay. Um, I think Ross is coming back. Go ahead, Ross. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it just, it's just unbelievable that, uh, that I can't figure this out. I mean, but um... you good. Chris, we I'm good? going to you. Jordan, is Jordan Hawkins, he struggled from deep. Uh, he shoot about 20% from deep in the first three summer league games. Do you worry about that or no? No, I mean, look, man, I, I like the the Dyson talk is you know it's fun and everything, man. But it's just again, like this is some really bad basketball. It's a lot of, you know, um, I won't call them bad bad basketball players, but you know, it's just not a this. A lot of these guys won't be playing NBA basketball, right? And there's a lot of individuals just trying to figure out, you know, they they might be. Um, auditioning for new teams maybe auditioning for the team that they're on just trying to find their way maybe auditioning overseas right so i it's it's hard to look at some of these players that we know are going to have futures when surrounded by a lot of just unorganized just ugly um open run style of of play and really make i guess grand proclamations of sorts with hawkins man you just want to see him just continue to shoot I think as long as the mechanics, um, the good thing with him is that he doesn't really change anything, right? I mean, if he goes, whenever the night arrives where he's six for six, like his shot is going to look the same from the night he went three for eight or one for six right now. So he's you know, a little struggle, you know, he's struggling a little bit, you know, to start summer league. Maybe he'll have a, a game in which, um, you know, it works. But I mean, for me, I'm still at the, you know, I'm thinking that, I don't know how many minutes he's going to play regardless. And if he does play, I mean, he's not going to be dribbling the basketball. Right. He's not going to be in situations where he's having to make a bunch of a bunch of plays as a as a creator. Um, he's going to have his struggles defensively, and he's going to have to eventually put on some weight. But the one thing that I know he has to do, and I know he's going to do, he won't shy away from is shoot the basketball. And those looks are going to look a lot different when they're surrounded by actual NBA talent that knows exactly what he means to the team, knows what he means to the roster, along with the type of, I guess, um, attention that 
some of the offensive talented players, CJ, Zion, Trey, um, and BI will, you know, require Ross is in another room. <laughs> so it'd be fine, man. You know. Well said. Uh, Lito, do you think, okay, so as a shooter, right, you're, you're, he's been struggling uh, from the field. Um, yeah. How do you get out of that? How, how, what's a way, like, what do you want to see Jordan Hawkins do um, in game four to kind of get him going? Because uh, I, I feel like he just comes out um, and starts kind of just shooting. And it's kind of like the, you know, the saying, shoot to get hot, shoot to stay hot. But uh, he struggled as of late. What would you like to see different uh, in game four? None. Keep shooting. Like, <laughs> I want you to keep shooting. Um, first of all, I say I like to say that uh, Chris Conner is a piece of shit. But I want to say, as far as Jordan Hawkins, I like to say that, yo, I guess the one thing he could do to get out of the slump, um, go get a layup, right? Go get a layup, get some contact, maybe shoot a free throw. Uh, that way, like, you know, you, 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 you get to, you get to um, form shoot without actually the pressure of – shooting the three you know under the lights right but to be honest i don't want to see him do nothing different i want him I, keep letting them hoes go let it fly like just just <laughs> yeah you good i i just wanted to uh i just want him to to just keep shooting just keep being aggressive like that i look i don't really care about the misses i know i know i can see the form i can see i think we talked about this i like the process i, I like the process so to see him seeing what shots he can get and if he looks comfortable shooting it, that's good enough for me. The shots eventually going to fall. Yeah. Ross, what, what have you seen from um, Jordan Hawkins? Yeah. I mean, kind of what the guys have just said. It's, it's hard to – like the one thing he's supposed to be able to do is shoot, right? And he's just – this this isn't going to in any way mimic, I think, what would be expected of him in minimal minutes this year. And – it's not going to look anything like this for, for him. Like, so it is what it is. Yeah. He's not making shots. Like but he's also like taking some shots he wouldn't normally be taking. Um, I don't know, man. The Chris said it, the, the bad, let's be honest. The basketball has been really bad. It, it's been bad, bad ball to watch. Uh, so I don't know, man. I'm not really taking anything away from this that like at all. Like, okay. Yeah, I, I, mean, I hate to say that, but it's just like, it, it really has. I mean, to, if you took anything away from t- tonight's game, you're lying to yourself. It, it was horrible to watch. <laughs> yeah. It really was. It was horrible to watch. It was it was tough. Um, let's get to the last segment uh, presented by Company Burger located yeah, 4600 for Street. Uh, the Chris, last segment, Justin? Damn, we don't got nothing else? This, this, this is just it? It's a quick, it's a quick hitter. Um, That's crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, hey, how do you well, – go ahead. Well, okay. Uh, Chris, you and Ross, we'll go Chris Ross and then we'll go to Lido. But y'all get to talk about Zion. Uh, me and Lido did last night. What are your thoughts on what he said on the Gilbert Arenas podcast and then also showing up tonight? What is that? What are you seeing from that? My thoughts are that uh, Lido is a terrible human being. Um, and um, I mean, he thinks that Jordan Hawkins is a better basketball player than Dyson Daniels because Dyson doesn't score. Like those, those are my thoughts. Um, Zion, yo, bro, man, good, good for. Um, I heard a dude that um, is aiming to take ownership, aiming to speak for himself, aiming to um, inform the fan base, inform the world of some of the things that maybe that maybe he's learned. And, you know, so often with, with Zion, you know, we, we get stories from other folks, right? 
And so often to where when you hear Zion speak, people think or believe or have heard that or someone's telling him to say that. Him pulling up to a Gilbert Arenas podcast and talking about some of the things, answering the questions that he did. There was no there was no way he could, in, in my opinion, really prepare for it. Those weren't those didn't feel like PR written um, you know, statements or responses. Those sounded genuine. Now, action has to, you know, uh follow it, right? We have to see these things and really and and, and really dive into if um he's just saying what's right for the moment or if he's truthfully working behind these things to make sure that his process and his preparation, all these things are different going into was the year five now. Uh, but I think it was just good at worst for him to pull up completely surprising everybody you know, that to, to that kind of setup, that kind of platform, taking in those questions. And I think he, he kind of hit all of the, the, the responses that he, that he gave out of the part. They sounded genuine and I'm happy that it's him doing it. Um, and not, um, his uh, stepdad or his, you know, his agency group or anyone else. Well said, Ross. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think Chris kind of hit it. It, it. You know, the, I, I thought that the important stuff he said was that it was really just him taking ownership of the situation. Him say, like, I, I don't remember the exact words he used, but something along the lines of like, I know this hasn't gone well, or like, I know, I don't, and I, I'm, I'm, I know I'm messing up, like whatever that line was but it was a line of acknowledgement of like, yeah, I could have done better. Like that's really all people like the average fan wants to hear is like, it's cool. Like we get it. You were 20. Like, you know how much dumb shit I did when I was 20 and 30 for that matter. But like, but that's here nor there. <laughs> like, and, and that's really what people just wanted to hear. Like if you, cause, cause to me, accepting that level of accountability for your own actions tells me you care enough to, to do it. Right. Cause if you didn't care, you'd be like, yeah, it ain't my problem. And so I don't know, maybe, maybe, you know, there's a little bit of maturing happening there. Look, we've already heard from other players that he's got a chip on his shoulder. I, I think that's like, that's a reasonable response to what's happened over the last year. So I don't know. I mean, for me, what was Zion, it's, it's, it's never really been about his words because he just doesn't say a lot. So that, that's why I think this speaks, you know, is a little more important, but it's going to be about his actions. How does he show up? How does he look in preseason? I think him being there in Vegas, like sitting on the sideline today, like it does mean a little something. Um, so it, you know, it's still going to be about his actions and not his words, but it, it was nice to hear him. Um, it, it was refreshing to just take ownership of like, yeah, it hadn't gone great, but I'm doing things to fix the way things have gone. And like, that's really all you can ask for. And Ross, he looked, he looked comfortable. Like, you know, Ooh. when you watch when you watch Zion and, you know, any of these any of these interviews or, you know, him him talking to a lot of these, like he looks, you know, uncomfortable. Right. It's, just, it's some, someone who just, you know, he looks he looks shy. He looks uh, I mean, I don't know, man. He, he looked really, really relaxed sitting down having that conversation, talking about some tough things. Right. Talking about some things, um, you know, that I'm sure uh hit home. Right. I mean, I didn't, I wouldn't have expected him to talk about dieting or talk about the, you know, the, the, the hurdles that he's had to overcome with that and making, you know, and, and bringing in the money into the factor and so on and so forth. It was just cool to just, to, it, it just, I mean, shit, he cursed. I mean, he's you know, like, I, I, I mean, he, he just seemed to be, to be relaxed in that, in that setup and that, in that format on that platform. Um, and I think it uh, like, like Ross mentioned, we got to see action behind it. But 
you know, it's good to see that he looks like he's in a he's in a good place physically and mentally. Um, and what is going to be another important season for him and his franchise? Yeah, we don't. Like I know you talked about it a, lot, a little bit last night, but back to back appearances in public looked uh, I mean, looked happy. You know, go him, man. Be human. Be be human, man. <laughs> like I like to see it. You know what I'm saying? Go out, go out, enjoy your life being a young millionaire, bro. Like like don't let nobody take this moment from you because you're gonna live in the shade, the shadows, and and shit, and you go look back at these this time and be like, I should have celebrated this more. I should have lived in this moment. I I should have been a part of going to summer league with my guys, you know what I'm saying? Like your, your NBA career is like finite. You, you don't know what tomorrow is going to hold as far as anything. And, you know, like I, I get, <clears throat> and this is not, I'm not dissing him. I'm just saying from a, from a perspective of somebody who has like lived this life, obviously I'm not a millionaire, but I'm just saying like I, oh somebody, uh, cause I'd be incredulous. Y'all, y'all would be, y'all would be saying, you, you thought Zion was, <laughs> Never mind. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yo, listen. I always say this: God knows who to make rich. I I, j- I say that all the time. Like He knows whose hands to put money in. But but for real, like Zion, man. Listen, I understand how anxiety anxiety could be going into places like you know summer league or or. TV uh, podcasts and all these other things, yo. But like, it really felt like to echo what Chris and Ross. I mean, yeah, to echo what Chris and Ross said. It really seemed like he was just comfortable within itself, and I think that's the difference. And you know, like he was, he was sometimes he comes off as um, cliche ish. He is sometimes you don't get you don't feel like you get his authentic self. You know what I'm saying? Like for a long time, I feel like we were wondering who Zion Williamson was because you know we like we get the brand zion like when he's in front of the camera but like man sometimes you gotta peel back the layers of shit and just let let people know who you are and 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 yo yeah i'm struggling with my diet yeah yo who the fuck ain't <laughs> you know what i'm saying like okay like it, just because you're in the nba that don't make it that don't make it easier just because you're a, a supreme generational mm-hmm. athlete like none of that gets easier for you because you have more access and more influence and you can you could literally be you could wake up today and say, hey, you know what? I want to go to South Africa. Like I want to I want to do this shit like I don't want to I don't even want to be on the, in this country. Just just like things like that, that I feel like, you know, and I think him talking to basketball players, retired basketball players, somebody like Gail, who I mean, you know what Gail went through, you know what happened with Gail. And, and and I feel like maybe it's that type of platform where he feel he could be open and open and honest about. You know what I'm saying? And I'm saying all that to say, Zion, dog, if you want to talk, like I got a podcast, like we we, we we'll chop it up. So like it, it's all good. Like I, you know what I'm saying? Like that'd be right. awesome. I love that, uh, Chris. Let me ask you this: um, What does it mean for Zion to 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 see people like Larry Nance, Trey Murphy, CJ McCollum talk about him and? only in a positive way, especially on national media platforms. Obviously, you had Larry Nance in the tweet yesterday. Trey Murphy was getting interviewed in Summer League, said that, you know, he has a chip on his shoulder. I'm talking to him every day. And then CJ, obviously, um, I forget, a couple weeks ago on a podcast. What That's got to feel good for Zion to have his teammates basically knowing that the guy's back. Hmm. If you're in a uh, if you're in a situation where 
um, you know, you're constantly being being criticized for every move you make or you don't make. Uh, your your career hasn't gotten off to the to the start that you um, expected or that you planned for it to. And um, oh man, I mean, under under that microscope, I I don't care who it is, you need the support. And I think it, and you you need the public support because there's so much public criticism, right? They may not be coming from your teammates, but it's coming from fans. It's coming from other former players. It's coming from, you know, and maybe in some cases, former teammates. And it's loud. And you hear that constantly over and over and over and over again. That's a that that's a big weight to hold um, on top of all the expectations that you have for yourself. And you're, you know, you're a part of a you're a part of a brand. You're a part of, you know, the uh the future of a of a franchise. Some some would still call them the face of the franchise. So you need as much support as you can possibly get. And I think that, you know, we are more than sure that he gets it in the, that he gets the support in the right places, um, you know, uh, offline or, you know, or privately, but hearing not just your teammates, but your veterans come out and publicly support you and take up for you and stick up for you when not a lot of people are um, consistently. I mean, I think it's, it's important for that person, for that person's psyche. We've heard him um, talk about, you know, we've heard the stories about him and Teaspoon and, you know, in the crying and the yeah. mental health element, like that's real being that young, trying to figure this whole thing out life, right. It's tough. So having veterans that you got to go to work with, that you go into battle for every day, regardless of what y'all, what y'all have been through for better or for worse. And you, you know, it's like, I mean, I think about this, the, you know, I thought about this the other day. Like, I mean, Zion just might have to be reminded that he's not a fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, that's just, that's, that's at, at some point, if you're a Zion, like I, I thought about like, yeah, I might start thinking I'm just a fuck up. Like I, I might. So to be reminded that, no, nah, I'm not a fuck up. This shit happens. I'm young. I'm, I got to figure this out. But these dudes, these people support me when maybe portion of the world doesn't the people that know me have my back. Yeah, I mean, I think it goes a long way for somebody in his shoes. Ross, go ahead. No, yeah, I, I think just to, to piggyback on what Christian said too, and it's, it's, I think it's doubly important. And I'm, I mean, I'm not going to delve into the dude's personal life, but like it's doubly important when you're now dealing with like your the criticism. Some of the criticism you're receiving is like off the court stuff. It's one thing to you know to play like shit and have a bunch of people be like, yeah, dude's playing like shit. It's another to have people start like digging into your personal life digging into your, you know, what you've got going on with your family or your whatever. Right. And so I think getting that like positive reinforcement, positive support from guys that are older than him that have sort of been through some of these things, have had teammates go through, through some of these things. Um, that's that like can bring you together. I think in a way that maybe even like basketball stuff can. So that's, that's really, I think for me, what I take away from it. Lita, go ahead. Speaking of somebody, um, speaking as somebody who is who was a fuck up, I, I could totally relate to what Chris just said. Like sometimes you do shit, shit happens. Like life be life, and and you get caught in listening to your sub your, <clears throat> your subconscious, and like that's the thing that never really cuts off. It never stops talking. Like you can't you can't silence it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can do whatever you want to do, but if you're not in a good 
space mentally, like all you're gonna focus on is the negative, and that's gonna impact everything. That's go that's gonna throw your whole shit out of whack. So yes, it should it should be you should be surrounded by um you should be surrounded by love. You should be surrounded by people who have like good intentions for you. You know what I'm saying? And I think maybe that's where you know he got out of line. Uh with with his maybe he was surrounding himself with people who didn't have his best interests at heart, and it sounds like he realizes that, and it sounds like he's on a he's on a he's on a path now to Im- improve that. Um, I want to say one thing, Justin. When you talk about yesterday, yeah. yo, why why Rick Buke be lying? That was weird. Like why you lie like that, Rick? Rick, look at me, Rick. You lie. You're a liar. I <laughs> like that. I <laughs> like that down here, Rick. Don't do that. Don't do that, Rick. We got video evidence. We got proof of that. Like we 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 see the floaters, we see the jump. He shot jumpers in games, Rick. What are you doing? But that's why I love, and, and that's why I love Larry Nance going to bat for him. Um, that's going to go a long way. Uh, I, I like seeing the guys get behind Zion, and I think it's huge that Zion's making that's public crazy. appearances. Oh, jeez, you know, uh, presenting my company. I'm, I'm learning, Lido. You can't. It's positive reinforcement. What is what is what does Coach Green say? No, I'm not trying to tear you down. I'm trying to build you up or some bullshit. I don't Bro. know. Give me something like that. All right. <laughs> All right. Like, like, comment, subscribe. Love to hear your thoughts on Zion Williamson and Dyson Daniels. Talk to y'all later.